Hey everybody, this is Eric Frankhouse from EFP, November 16th, 2017. So today I want to talk about tabletop gaming and Twitch streaming and how it's kind of changed the way games are played. There's some interesting talks about this. Cobalt uh, did a talk with three other guests. They had a gentleman from Critical Role, one of the creators from D&D 5e, and then Matt Koval, who does amazing talks. I believe he works for Turtle Rock Studios. So today I want to dive in on that. The concept of tabletop role-playing games as a Twitch stream, as entertainment, as our new form of TV. So let's get into this. If you have not watched that video, go look it up. Cobalt uh, from Roll20 interviewed these three gentlemen. I think it was like two months ago. If I can find a way to put it in the show notes, I will. So let's dive in. So this video was really entertaining. It was a 5e roundtable discussion, and until I watched this video, I was not a huge fan of 5e. It's a combination of lack of play, uh, no time with the system, and not running it more than one time at a local gaming bar. But who I am and the way I play games now compared to what I used to do in early 2000 is I like a little less crunchy system. I like something made to tell stories. And I've come to realize 5e is that. Now, I'm not going to move away from Monty Cook Games or Shadows of the Demon Lord. I still like them for their own reasons, but I'm willing and wanting to embrace 5e now. Um, it may not be in my home game right away, but it'll have to be something I'm running online. So in this talk, the four gentlemen who are involved, uh, Matt Mercer, who is from Critical Role, Adam Cobalt, who runs stuff from uh, Roll20, great GM, and he's the guy who got the position with Roll20 to be their GM for their podcasts and Twitch streams and all that stuff. And then you have Matt, Matt Coville, uh, with Turtle Rock Studio, has a whole series on GMing. And then we have Merrills, who is one of the lead designers for 5e, and he's done numerous other things. And that, that's our that's our cast, that's our that's our venturing party for this. And they talk about a lot of very interesting things in here, but I want to focus on just a major part, uh, two major parts. So we'll do the first one here. They talk about how tabletop RPGs have become a new form of entertainment on Twitch and so you know similar things, caffeine TV, so on and so forth. And I do watch some. I don't watch a lot. And it may be because I come from an earlier generation. I listen to a lot of podcasts on actual play. I love Redemption Podcasts. I think it's by far one of my favorites. I know there's Glass Cannons and other ones that do a fantastic job. But for me, a really crunchy system is hard to run a good Twitch stream and make it, the story enjoyable because I listen for story. And I realize that there are other players out there that listen for mechanics and crunch. The ones that sit there, as they mention in this in this uh, roundtable discussion, that some go, oh yeah, they got the rules right for that feat, good on them. And there is that part of the crowd. But 5e allows you to have a little bit of both. And I think other systems do as well, but I'm here to talk about this specific discussion. So Cobol goes on to ask Murals a question. And this is a very big question that I've talked to other people who have been on this podcast, Brian Berg, um, Drew Stanton, or Andrew Stanton, and then soon to be Jay Sonia from Storm Bunny. How did they make the decision to make this game system 
clean and easy. What was the process behind this? Well, there isn't. And here's what they talk about. So he talks about how Wizards of the Coast is on the street from Harley Davidson. And how Harley Davidson sells you a bike. And you may never buy another one. Maybe you buy two. But it's a community. You are part of something. You are part of a group of people with a hobby that is like-minded. And that's what D&D 5e is striving to be. And, and stepping back and looking at that, they're kind of knocking it out of the park. There are some things I wish they would focus on more. Maybe we'll talk about that in the next section here. But they are doing that. They are taking their brand and making it a brand that you want to be a part of. You want to be part of their culture. And how they've done that, and they specifically said they designed this way, and Murals talks about this in the interview, by focusing on making it easy to use, fun to play for new players and advanced players alike. And there's a couple things I do that I think are key, and this is definitely part of my marketing and branding background that I agree with 100%. So let's get into that, how they market and brand this. So we talked about how they believe it's community-driven, and this relates back to my Twitch idea. I think that by making it accessible to everybody, it becomes a much more entertaining and easier thing to use on Twitch streams for people to enjoy. How? Well, anyone can play. You can bring your favorite people or friends that love TVs, maybe they're actors, maybe they like Critical Role in their voice acting. Without having to teach them complexity, you can entertain the group and bring them in and make a great thing to watch, a great show to watch. So this allows it to be more accessible to everybody. They talk about how they want it to be for all colors and creed, and I think just being at Gamehole Con, walking into the room that they had for 5e, you saw that. Everybody was there. Guy was dressed as a red wizard of Thay. Props to that dude. I love that that group. They're fucking awesome. But you can also see that they're taking themselves a little less seriously and a little more fun. And it's a hobby, and that is awesome. In this interview, Adam Cobal is dropping f bombs left and right, and I am like that. I swear all the time. If you meet me in person, a little less time here as I'm thinking, but I do do that, and that's just part of my my way of speaking. It's who I am. It's my identity. And you like it or you don't, either way, I don't really fucking care. Well, Copal's doing the same thing, and instead of Wizards of the Coast having what I would guess a precursor saying no swearing on the show, blah, 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 they're all in. It's an actual conversation, same as being at a table. And when you Twitch stream, this allows the same thing. They're not telling people you can't do X, Y, and Z. And they're inviting the community to watch and play. And 5e did the other thing that Twitch equals branding in my mind, is they went, hey, guess what? We're not going to overpublish and put out a million books and drown you in core rules. Instead, we're going to give you your monster manual, your GM, or your dungeon master's guide, your player's handbook, and then we'll put out a couple other things that you can have, like Volo's guide, and there's a new one coming out, that are really about depth and not width, to make you think about writing a better story. And this correlates again to Twitch. You only got three books. The players only really need to know one. Everything else is adventure content that probably has some options for players as well, but they're not necessary buys. Instead, they want to grab more people instead of taking their core audience and burying them in, in new content to buy. It's a very different model. It's, it's the long game and not the short. Now, Cobal goes on to answer, you know, ask a question saying, hey, if a new edition comes out or if you were to do this, did you design this with Twitch streaming and that entertainment in mind? 
And I'm sure, you know, he said, yeah, they're a little big. He's like, but if we ever do, when we do another edition, because that's the natural evolution of games, there will be another one unless they break that mold. Pathfinder has never made a new one. Love that company. Um, but if they do, he said, yeah, for sure, we would streamline things to make things work better for live streaming. We realize we have a large audience there. And that's awesome. Like, we actually get to play and watch games that that are online that normally you would have to sit at a home five years ago to watch, ten years ago. Pretty amazing stuff. So if you haven't watched this video, I highly recommend it. Uh, the amount of, of information they give you on this is just awesome. It is a deep conversation, and it, it's like an hour and 45 minutes. Hell, Mercer's even there after <laughs> after being hungover as fuck from his bachelor party. And he mentions it. Like, it's just real. And it's and it's about depth again, not width. So, if you haven't watched it, I recommend it. My question to you guys, though, is... If you're playing 5e, why are you playing it? Is it the community and the brand? Is it the idea of being part of a larger group of people that love the same hobby? Is it because it's D&D? Uh, what is your reasons for playing? I dropped out with 4th, and I gave 4th a good run. It just wasn't for me. I, I didn't want to play a video game version of Tabletop. So, why are you playing it if you're playing it? And if you're not fucking playing it, what would it take you to come and do it? To play 5e? So leave your messages in the comments below. If you're listening to me on the new version of podcast, you can either send a message into me, uh, contact me through you know my email address, or better yet, go to my Patreon page, Eric Frankhouse Presents, and post in the comments underneath this video, and we'll get a discussion going. Hope you guys enjoy it. I love doing this, and uh, I will be doing more podcasting coming up. I took a little break with the convention season, but we ain't quitting. It's just once a week to twice a week right now while I'm polishing stuff off. So that's it for today's episode. 5e twitch streaming branding i really enjoyed their talk that they did it was a great roundtable discussion and with all the negativity that's going on in just our industry alone not every other damn thing going on it was nice to see an open honest amazing conversation so let's get one going here if you follow me on anchor you can download the app for free you can post comments below hell you can call in with a little button on the lower left uh, these are a, a podcast that go away after 24 hours, but my episodes can be found on iTunes and on Google Play. Just look for EFP and the logo and subscribe. I hope you guys enjoy this. I like the idea of Anchor, though, and having a conversation. So that's it for Merrick, or myself, I should say. Enjoy this and go roll some damn dice. Have a good one, you guys. Talk to you soon.